welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Detailers, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this episode. I know you're going to get some great value out of it. And so when you do, I would really greatly appreciate if you take the time to leave a review, leave a comment, and go spread the word to the rest of the community of the value that you got out of it. Take whatever nugget that you got and go let somebody else know where you got it and how they can also gain some value. It's a community for a reason. We all hope to share and grow together. Thank you as always, and hope you enjoy this episode. Detailers, uh, well, detailers, let's just go ahead and get it out there. You know, hey, we fucked this one up. <laughs> Not really. Uh, we had a big uh, electrical problem right before we were recording this, and. Um, one of those big boom things and you see this big spark and then all your electricity goes off. Yeah, that, that's what happened right before this episode. So we wanted to say, Bernice, thank you so much for your patience, and especially in getting this back out. There's there's part of the episode you're going to miss at the front. And, uh, you know, we, we tried to piece stuff back together. But, I mean, at, at one point, DJ was recording off of a, uh, a generator <laughs> uh, because we didn't have uh, electricity. So, uh Guys, thank you so much for uh, your patience and getting this one out. And Bernice, uh, we wanted to say, you know, from uh, us to you, much respect. Uh, much respect for what you've gone through. Much respect for what you're doing now. And uh, we think it's awesome to hear your story and uh, to see your climb and uh, to see the amount of energy, motivation, determination that you have is... Uh, well, it's something that we should all look at and uh, celebrate. So, Bernice, thank you. Thank you for being an example to all of us. And uh, detailers, please go find her, reach out, and uh, continue to encourage her because I bet you you will find a lot of encouragement out of her story. Hope you guys enjoy. And uh, it got kind of sad because I was embarrassed and I didn't want to tell anybody. So I just thought, oh, we'll just live at the park and I'll tell the kids we're camping. And that's how we played it. And we'd go to the little pond there and go fishing. And I had a job during the day at a doctor's office, was going to school right after that. And then three times a week, I would bartend at night. And uh, it was rough. And I met this man and he was a very well-to-do man, uh, millionaire. And he said, hey, I need some help with some apartments. I need to redo them. Do you know anybody? I said, oh, no, I, I can do that work. And so I started doing some demolition for his apartments. And. He's like, well, where do you live? I said, I live down the street. He's like, no, really. And I said, yeah, down the street. And he's like, oh, so you live close by? I said, yeah, I do. He said, do you want to do some of this stuff with me? I said, sure. So I started doing some demolition and laying tile, laying wood floors and all that. And um, I got a mattress, and he let me stay there in his fourplex. And finally, he says, so where did you live? And I said, you know, that park two blocks down, that's where I live, me and the kids. And he's like, oh, my gosh. So he let me lease one of those apartments because I didn't have credit and eventually got into an apartment. But my ex was very violent, and uh, so he would always break into He always found me, and we had to move 21 times in two years. So I finally left to Austin, Texas, and we lived there for a while. Came back to uh, San Antonio, 
seven years later and it started over again so i just moved out to arizona and um because on the side i was detailing cars and learn how to tint also i would do that to make extra money outside of what i was doing and um it was tough but i yeah. thought no i i want to do this i need to put food on the table and i didn't get child support i didn't want a boyfriend because i was just over man and um Ever since I moved out here, my entire life changed, and all the things that I hadn't learned that I thought were horrible, stinky, messy, and dirty, all of a sudden was, wow, I love getting dirty. Who cares if I'm stinky? And I really got into it, because I've opened this business five times at this point. I didn't get it right the first, second, third, or fourth, but this last time, I, I did it right, and I went all the way, and I opened a shop, and... I got every expensive tool and piece of equipment I could possibly get, and I did it. And I couldn't get out because I had a contract. I couldn't get out because I had too many tools. And uh, so I said, okay, so maybe commitment isn't that bad after all. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of respect and, for you. I mean, it's, it sounds like you've gone through a lot, and you're a very strong woman, and I think that that is just absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a hard road, embarrassing, but you know what? If I don't look back, then I'm good. So, I mean, I can't imagine not having a place to sleep at night. No. Yeah. With your kids. It and, was, I mean, it's tough. Yeah. What? Well, it was a Celica Supra, which was the first car I ever detailed, 1980. And uh, I took really good care of that car, and it was always perfectly mint, and I had so many offers to buy that car. So, finally, when I got a place, that car broke down, and I had to overhaul it, and Everybody always said, hey, I'll help you this weekend. Hey, I'll help you this weekend. No one would ever show up. After the fifth person that told me that, I thought, you know what? I'll bet that I can do this. I'm going to college. I work for a smart doctor. I'm, I'm probably pretty smart. So I bought one of those really thick books that tells you the mechanics, and I overhauled my 1980 Celica Supra. Um, Got it. Uh, what, were the, uh, fuck, what were they called? My dad did that. Um, Shade tree. No, no, no. They were actually, a, it was a giant book. Really? Yeah, yes. and and it yes. literally had dissected yes. the entire car, and yes. they were about two and inches, two and a half, Just three inches thick. Whatever it is. What happened to those books? Uh, they all went digital. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, you know, I just can't imagine anybody would want to read one of those when you can just go look it up. Mm -hmm. uh, and now you could probably go YouTube it, and they just show you directly how to. Um, but yeah, th so my dad. When he started um, his financial business, he did it because the company he was working for, Burroughs, had got bought by IBM, and they wanted to move us from Tulsa to uh, Chicago. And, you know, if you're a good conservative Southern Baptist, you, you don't move up to Chicago. And uh, he was scared to do that and kept us here and quit his job and basically just pieced together whatever he could figure out. So... Uh, that's, that's how we stayed. I mean, when I got a car or my sister got a car, or my mom got it, like the only way that that thing ran was because dad would spend his weekends with that big ass book trying to figure out yep. how to make it work. Like that's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, back then it was. Yeah. I don't know about now. <laughs> I think I still have some of those Chilton manuals over there. Yeah. yeah. You've done a few, huh? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Starting as old as I am, I mean, they didn't have 
They didn't, they didn't even have the Encyclopedia Britannica. I mean, like, oh, no. <laughs> DJ said it. I mean, my age, we have YouTube. Well, we had to, we Back had to, in my day, we had YouTube. We had to YouTube it. I'll, we, say, I'll say that one day. We had to make our I own paper to write that. stuff down on. Yeah. <laughs> we had phones that let us write stuff down with. And nowadays, I mean, that's, that's what I'll say one day probably, though. We used to have to yeah. YouTube it. So, Bernice, you're, you get a spot to live. What yep. got you into the back to detailing cars and starting your business? Um, I I was not very happy with men. You know, men didn't treat me very well. And back then I was kind of cute. So a lot of guys just wanted one thing and I wasn't about that because I thought, how am I going to act like that? But I got these two kids and I got to work a regular job and, and it was just crazy. So I thought, okay, so I need to be happy. I, I want to be happy. I'm tired yeah. of this life with my ex and yeah. all these men. And I just, I want to be happy. And that's all I wanted. Oh, and to pay my bills on time. So I read this book from um, Anthony Robbins with Awaken the Giant. And I don't know why this a small phrase popped out at me saying, interview 10 people of potential jobs you would like. And whichever one you think and, and feel most comfortable with, go with that. Because that's, God's going to put that feeling in your heart and it'll feel comfortable. So mm -hmm. I, de I, I kept playing with cars and I detailed a doctor. I'm sorry, I, um, I talked with a doctor. Um, I talked with a, a nurse. I talked with a, a brain surgeon. I talked with an attorney and blah, 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 all these people. And I also talked with a detailer. There was a short guy. God, he was so smelly and gross and, <laughs> you know, what was it his was name nasty. again? <laughs> What's his handle? And, <laughs> you know, and everybody was upset. Everybody was unhappy. And everybody convinced me not to go into their profession. And I was like, well, that's weird. Maybe I don't want that job. And I just didn't feel any connection with any of these people. But that detailer, he sat there and he's like, I'm going to tell you this, Bernice. And he told me everything about detailing. You know, it all happened within two hours. And I paid him 50 bucks for his time. And um, what a good conversation. And she says, you know, at the end of the day, Bernice, I don't care how gross I smell. I don't care how ugly I look. I don't care how dirty I am. And he pulls out this big old wad of cash from his pocket. He says, I go to the bank. I don't care what anybody thinks. Fuck yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I want to be, be happy like that. I can pay bills. I, I can be bank. happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which bank are we going so, to? I know, right? I want to go to. <laughs> We're going to that PPP man. That's right. <laughs> I, I just got my last night. Uh, Finally. Crazy? Yeah. It wasn't much, but I'm okay. I, I, I can't fuss about it. You know, money is money. I know someone yeah. about something that's a massive company. I'm like, dude. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But even right? if it was a... But sorry, side note. Like, even if that's you're okay. set up with no debt at all, and it's like... You, that lands in your lap, and and you take a one percent like, to to go out and find a one percent. Well, but no, by the time it compiles, it's like three point seven five. But it's still less than we could ever raise. Yeah, it's the best number loan that we could ever. So see. if you're a massive company sure. with like multi like yeah multi million dollar company, and mm -hmm. then you get PPP, you just essentially just got a three percent loan. Yeah, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. Because you can do yeah. some stuff with that. Because exactly. you're smart. You're that big of a company, and you're debt free. That's, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I know, right? Uh, yeah. It's a cool opportunity and also a... It hits a lot of people, business owners in different different places that yeah. leverage them in different ways. It's all about how you go about it. I mean, you got to be real smart. 
I like what so, you were saying you did. You stuck your money all over in a separate account. Yeah, so I, we did get ours. Ours landed last last Friday, um, like super late. It was weird. Anyways, um, but so we're mo- like there's there's so many gray areas when it comes to this PPP thing. Like, how do you get it forgiven for sure? And there's no like for sh- it's so gray. But what yes, I what, no, it's not. Yeah, seventy five percent must go to utilities, mortgage, rent, and employee uh, pay. That other twenty five percent, you can do with whatever. Incorrect though, with my bank. So with my, I don't ah. know. I, I think all contracts may be different. With my contract, it. it said that it's still that twenty five percent needed to be used towards um, other business expenses too that incurred prior to a certain date. So it wasn't you have twenty five percent to do what you want with, which would have been incredible. So we're literally keeping all one hundred percent into. A, we open a separate account. And only thing pulling from that account is payroll. That's it. Nothing else. No, I'm not borrowing from it. I'm not ta- like that's going to an account, and that's our new payroll account for the next eight weeks. And so send them to an educational class of something that you want them to learn that would enhance your business. Or prepay payroll. Okay. Uh, I get I elaborate a bit. So. We're bringing all our guys back. We're starting next week, so the money will be used for, they will be doing actual detailing. Um, we will be, definitely be utilizing the funds to maybe hire different creative positions we haven't hired before. Um, okay. But, I mean, it's it's definitely going to go as payroll, so all the revenue we get for the next eight weeks, aside from overhead, it's free. is going to be, not free money to work for it, but it's going to be a definitely bonus. It's, it's profit. Well, out of the hundred dollars that you get paid, you keep a hundred dollars. You don't have to pay anybody. We still for have it. fixed overhead costs, though. You yes. don't have labor costs. We it's, don't have the biggest it, cost in our right. business in the service base, which is labor, absolutely, which is it's incredible. fucking badass. It's, so it's not hundred hundred. It's like, you know, there's still a percent a daily cost. Oh, it's the take. best fucking gig you'll ever get. One hundred percent. My point was that in order to combat this whole gray area, I'm doing it the 100% like... Good thing you stayed open. You kept chugging away. I didn't yep. stay open, stay open. <laughs> I didn't stay open, stay open, but I did. I was definitely doing things for sure. Yeah. Well, open meaning you keep kept working. You were at your house. You were oh, building yeah, yeah. your business. You so were open. I, I had a client call today. He's like, I was afraid you guys were going to shut down. I said, dude, yes. I haven't stopped working. Now, yes. what do you consider? What do you define working? Is it there's multiple different definitions of working. Right. Detailers may think working is detailing a car. That's absolutely incorrect whatsoever. That's the least amount of work you should do is detailing a car if you're trying to grow a business. But that's that's a whole nother it is it's a whole nother. a whole nother we see bernice we chased all kinds Too of squirrels here I'm like sorry. that's what we do uh all right so what was the first car that you cleaned in your new place like when you you're you I, I guess we haven't gotten that far in your story sorry so you were talking to the guy he brings you in to live and you had talked to the detailer and you decide from talking to him and going to the bank I would go to the bank. You want to open a detailing? Is that what? So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so because I was kind of doing it on the side, I thought, let me just do it full time. So I left the doctor's office. I left the bar and I stopped going to school short, uh, two semesters short of getting my bachelor's degree. And um, I started detailing. So I kind of went back and forth because uh, detailing, I'd always get super busy and I couldn't handle it because it was too much work and I didn't know. 
I didn't know what to do with all that work. So I'd go back to corporate and rest up a bit and make some more money. And when I was ready to go, because I was tired of the corporate lifestyle, I'd go back out and uh, go detail again and, and tent. Because everybody who detailed wanted tent also. And that's what I did for a while until I came to Arizona. Then I picked up all the other stuff. Oh, so that was all still when you were in um, Austin. San Antonio. San, San Antonio, yeah. sorry. Okay, so what took you, you said you you wanted to, oh, so you did all that in San Antonio. So when you went out to Phoenix, you already, detailed. yeah, you had already started. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. And then, so I eight years ago, I started rapping, and I thought, well, heck, if I can rap, I should try PPF, because it's almost the same technique. So one winter, I was bored, and I bought a roll of PPF, and started playing with it, and started teaching myself, and. Then I thought, oh, what? Everybody's talking about coding. What is that? So I was still scared because I had cancer twice. And I thought, well, I know coding is to be bad for you. And what if I get cancer again? So I kind of just stuck with uh, RAP and PPF. And finally, when I felt comfortable, I took some classes and got some certifications. And then I thought, oh, there's got to be more. Because I wanted seven uh, profit centers because I've got seven grandchildren. Once I get rid of this business, each child is going to make money off of the profit center, depending on which profit center they want. So you're going to have a favorite, though, because some profit center is going to be more than others. So you're going to have favorite kids, right? Or drink? No, no, no favorites. No favorites. Okay, I'm <laughs> first come, I'm first serve? Yeah, I mean, what's the... Cause, uh, like, first come, first serve? If I'm serve? the smart one, I'm like, hold on. Uh, I want that profit center. Yeah. They get to pick. Yeah, okay, first so come, first battle it out. At age four, they come to grandma's shop and they have to work. They clean wheels and they take the bugs off the bumpers and they're able to use a three-inch machine um, and clean up the bumpers like or clean up wheels. Heck yeah. I pay them because they like toys. Grandma's not going to buy you toys. I'll buy you books. I'll buy you a computer. I'll buy you clothes. Fuck you yeah. want candy? Dude, you want toys? That's old on school. you. Bad, old school. That's a Midwest old school motherfucker that right there. Badass. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's what they do. Like my grandson, you see my, my son has a little one at his place and he's been wanting a Kylo Ren or Kylo Ron or I don't know who it is in the Star Wars. Yeah. And he, Kylo he wanted Ren. this outfit. There you go. And oh, that's that all he ever saying? talks about. Mm-hmm. And so he worked in the shop. He cleaned. He swept. Uh, he picked up the paper when we wrapped cars. He cleaned wheels and he made us $35 in two weeks and uh, he bought his little outfit on Amazon. So you wear it today, and he won't take it off for nothing. Yeah. Did he wear it? Did he wear it on Monday? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. He yeah. yeah. He's my second favorite. <laughs> so, yeah, my granddaughter, my first granddaughter is well, my favorite because I mean, oh, yeah, um, but, my daughter was going to so do I'm So I'm a huge star. Did you? Did, <laughs> I'm a huge. The reason why is because I'm a huge I'm over here I'm making huge jokes fan. to Marty, yeah. like he's a star. Uh, star yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. I Normally, I go visit my daughters on May the 4th be with you. Uh, but, you know, this year, unfortunately, uh, we had to celebrate in seclusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, we played Fortnite because they brought out, back out the Star Wars lightsabers. Oh and so God. we walked, yeah. ran around. Yeah, she's like, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, yeah, I'm a huge uh, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. It was something as a kid I fell in love with. Uh, I took my dad when the ones would come out, uh, and so for me that was cool to sit there with my kids and then you know my dad and and watch those uh, movies that came out. So, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, big fan of that uh, that whole series. 
I like it. And I think I like the whole idea of like the force and using your and you know the way they find it and it's really about inner finding your own yeah, self. Yeah, whatever, and, man, dude. We move know, on. That kind yeah. of stuff. Like you're Good stuff. Yeah. That's horrible. Was that a <laughs> was that a movie? I think so, Paul. I don't know. I think it was a game or something. <laughs> like asteroids? Yeah, like asteroids. <laughs> All right, so Bernice, uh, tell us about, uh, have you tried the different flavors that they have with your, uh, DJ, doesn't, DJ doesn't like to call it a beer. It, and I don't, it be, it's a cider, I, it, yeah. which is cider beer. Not that she's arguing the fact that it's a beer, but it's, it's just not a beer. Yeah. It's a beer for me because right, I can't fine. drink regular beer. <laughs> I have mad respect for you already based on like the, the past oh, yeah. 26 minutes. Like, I'm not it. knocking you uh, at all. Like We've had different guests that come on and drink cider. And, and especially young males that will come on and that's have what drink I'll give them cider. Shit. And it's like, bro, that's not a beer. No, it's not a beer. <laughs> Do not call it a beer. But you can call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. So. Yeah. But no, have you tried the different flavors of Angry Orchard or can you only drink the main one? Well, I still drink the main one. The other ones do nothing for me. They're not attractive. Because I kind of like the taste of beer, but at age 17, I learned that beer did not agree with me. It took me three days to get over it. <sighs> so, yeah, I just stick with the original. Um, have you tried any of the other gluten-freeze? I'm scared because I, I know I how it. sick I get. I get it. Well, we are going to hop into this other recess Paul, do you like sour ales? I do not. No, what? Really? No. Really? No. Mm. Like at all? Like at all. That's a hard no. That is a mm -hmm. hard no. A very hard I note. am drinking, however, Coupel Horny Tag. Oh my God! Here goes the commercial. <laughs> well, Paul, did you see? Did you? Did you? Did you see? But I'd like it to be Stone Cloud Neon. Oh, we know, we know. When all there's this a little, there's there's little in there. Right. Did you see what I drank on Friday night? No. Yeah, you did. Because you even said something about, oh, the goat. I wanted to go there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. I didn't. I did not see what you did. <laughs> oh, okay. Stone cloud neon sunshine. Oh, Come on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I yeah, that. you commented on the post. Yeah, Paul, I must drink? be getting old. <laughs> no, what were you drinking that night, Paul? That's yeah. the real question. No. Uh, brownie mix. Oh. <laughs> well. A little foggy here. Hey, our 420 episode was good. It was good. Oh, that is good. It is a good beer. Thank yeah. you. I was no. okay. It's not horrible. Then. It's not horrible. No, this is not horrible. It's not over. It's one of those that's not overly sour though. It it tastes like uh, Tito's mix. What? You can mix Tito's with that. It would be good. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, real quick. Sorry, we're chasing the butt. So Tito's versus like Skyvok, is there a massive difference there? Well, Tito's is yeah. Why is yeah. Tito's like the like? Why is Tito's Tito's? Well, Tito's is just good, right? And it's, it's and I think it's scale and price, right? The price that you get for the quality. Bernice, do you yeah, know? I mean, like, I mean, you know, from, I don't like Tito's. It tastes. Uh, I know y'all gonna hate this, but it tastes cheap. I like Grey Goose. See, wow, that's the fifth guest in a row. Do you, do you like Western Sun? I don't even know what that is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, that, no. You, I mean, it's fine. No, I, I like Tito's because, you know, I mean, I'm drinking Tito's water. I'm not mixing it with anything. I don't drink vodka straight. I'm not a vodka connoisseur. Right. You know, I mean, but just for a, just a standard vodka to go in, you know, your Bloody Mary's. Where does Kettle One go in there? I don't know. 
I mean, I really so know nothing asking, about vodka. I just started drinking vodka. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, I, I got on, okay, here's what happened. I have some Deep Eddy grapefruit vodka I'm going to bring over. You can have a taste of it. It's awesome. I don't know if I should do that right now. Well, yeah, you should. Well, you well, should yeah, bring two tastes. <laughs> like, why does DJ only get a taste? Well, because. Hey, we got to send some to Phoenix real quick. Yeah. All right. Like, on. throw on Hell that jetpack yeah. and get over there. I will. Amazon, same minute shipping. All right, so right? do you drink liquor then? I guess if you can drink gluten-free. Okay, here's his craziness. I can drink a whole bottle of tequila and not get drunk. Hold, okay. Now it's like water to me. Right. That's so do you not think you're drunk? Or does <laughs> <laughs> everyone around you like Bernice's? Fucked up. Okay, crazy story. All right, thank uh, you. I worked with Matico and Medical Window Films and we had a big party and we we're over in Wilbur, Massachusetts. And um my boss says, oh, okay, so you say you drink tequila and you don't get drunk, right? Okay, so why don't you prove it to me? And I said, I'm going to prove it to you. Question. You're going to pay for it, though. And he says, okay, I'll pay for it. So everybody's about 15 of us. They're all guys, and I was the only girl. And I said, okay, bring the first round. We drank the first round. So by the 12th round, all these guys are either falling down, drunk, vomiting, or asleep. And so I look at my boss, and I'm like, so let me guess, you've been drinking water all night. And he's like, how do you know? I said, I know because tequila bothers everybody. I said, I know that I can drink tequila because I worked at a bar and every time they'd want to buy me around, I said, yeah, give me a tequila. Finally, I realized that tequila did absolute nothing to me. Wow. That's said, insane. Yeah. Yeah. So I was good 12 rounds and I thought, okay, well, then I just don't drink tequila because it does nothing. People just can waste money and I'm going to waste money. Yeah. So I like vodka. Go for it. Yeah. All right, so Bernice. Marty likes uh, Maker's Mark. I do not so like Maker's Mark. Bernice, never get me Maker's Mark. Next time we're at uh, an event for the industry and you see Marty and we're near a bar, uh, bring him a shot and just say, hey, cheers, and, nope. just, and just like try to slide it in. Nope. Don't say what it nope. is, just Maker's Mark. Nope. And there's going to be, nope. you'll, you'll leave that, a mark in the industry that night for sure. You know that guy that was passed out puking that you talked about? That would be me. So let's not do that. <laughs> 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 How much time do we have? <laughs> I am 0 for 2 on Maker's Mark. You so. definitely are. I was at both times. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do that, Bernice. I know, right? Uh, all right. So, but you, you mentioned some big stuff that you've been doing recently. How do you... How do you, do you, are you, did you open a shop? Did you go mobile and then grow into it? You know, what? I was mobile for 20 years. Oh, wow. Okay, there we go. Yeah, and that's how I got cancer one time. The other time, uh, I was pregnant with my daughter, and they said I had cancer of the uterine, and they had to tell me to abort the child, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to abort this child. That doesn't make any sense. So uh, I just had her, and she's still attending my ass these days. <laughs> but anyhow. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. What what was yeah, the first cancer you got? Skin cancer? Uh, the second time was skin cancer, yeah. And because I worked out in the sun for 20 years. Yeah. I, I'm concerned about that myself. Yeah, Marty's like, hey, I got this new spot on Yeah, my yeah, life. I got random shit that I'm pops like, up. Like, like spots yes. on your body. I don't know yes. what the hell that means. Yeah. Yeah, I have a black spot on my leg still, and then I had an ugly black spot under my eye, and it itched like crazy. And one of the uh, customers was a... Uh, what do you call it, dermatologist, and he says, you really need to see a doctor, and I said, well, what do you do? He says, well, I'm a dermatologist. I said, okay, well, why don't you, you take a look at this? I don't have money to go to the doctor, and I certainly don't have the time, <laughs> and so he looked at it, and he's like, 
you probably have cancer. So I said, okay. So I stopped being mobile and I looked at different glass companies that had shops and I said, I'll tint all your windows for your customers uh, if you let me work in your shop. And so this guy did. And uh, about two months later, he says, I don't want this place. You want it? And I'm like, no, I've never had a shop. I ain't got that kind of money. And so I thought, hmm, what if I have cancer? What if I need to stay inside now? So I went home and I prayed. Lord knows I prayed. I ain't never prayed like that. And um, I said, all right, God, if it's meant to be, show me. Show me why it's meant to be. And within three days, I was booked out for three weeks. So I thought, okay, well, there's my sign. And I told the guy yes, and we signed the contract, and we've been here since then. We've been here about eight years now. That's awesome. You you hustled and hacked your way into a really great spot. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing spot. Everybody loves this spot. They're like, how did you get it? So it's like, I want to leave because it's so small and I'm so busy and I don't have enough room, but it's just such a perfect spot. I mean, I'm always busy now, always. Why do you think you're always busy? Mm, Several reasons. I brought my Texas attitude to Arizona. Arizona is not very friendly sometimes when it comes to customer service. They're not very nice. And I hated that. I thought, how can I fix that? And I thought, I can't fix it, but I can fix me. I can bring my, uh, your word is good as gold from Texas and market here in Arizona. So that's part of it. And then I'm right on the main street. And all of a sudden, the past four years, it's gotten super busy in the city of Chandler. And my whole side uh, on the main street is all glass. So I took off the dark tint and I put very light tint. And I put some, uh, I call them the big ass lights. <laughs> like the big ass fans? Mm-hmm, exactly. Same company. So at oh, night cool. when I work late, I keep those lights on and um, it's super bright. You can see it all the way about a block or two down. So it attracts people. So during the day they'll come by like, oh, I saw those bright lights. So I was wondering what it was. And I was like, yeah, we do all kinds of car stuff. And all of a sudden it's like a, a place where everybody wants to hang out. So now I have to put the, the gate up so people don't walk through because everybody wants to come in and hang out. And I love that because I looked for happiness. And this is my happy place. So, I mean, I, I think that those are the reasons because I seek happiness. And we do a lot for the community. Like, we oh, help the she man. Said it. Hey, come hey. on. Hold on, hold on. You said the magic word. What is that? Community. Hey! Oh, sorry. Every time the word community pops up, I'm sorry. I love it. business changed when I started doing more for them than they were coming into my house here at the shop for. And so I did a lot of uh, charity car washes. I did a lot of donations and I help a lot of the homeless here that live in the area and I give them shoes, I give them socks, underwear, t-shirts. And if I have extra sandwich or extra food, I I share my food with them. I share my pizza with them because I want to know that when I'm at home at night that they're going to take care of my property. And uh, when I'm not doing too good, I just do a very mild sell, and everybody comes out to support. I mean, if I, if I could share with you guys, it's called Awatuki 411, and every time somebody needs tent, I'm going to get minimum eight people promoting pure luxury. I love it. Wow. But you just got to do for them. Stop doing for yourself. It's like, oh, what can I do to market? What can I do to market? It's not about marketing. It's about giving to them. When you start giving and just putting yourself out there, yeah, you're going to get shot at sometimes, but at the end of the day, everybody comes together for you. 
All right, so Bernice, you've mentioned God a couple times. Uh, I'm going to chase a rabbit. Um, because sure. then you also talked about happiness and you talked about some, some other things that you're doing. So how do you interact then your faith with your business and pursuing happiness and, and giving and, and all that? You know, is that intermix in or do you keep things separate? How do you handle that? No, I just try to be uh, transparent and I don't hide. I don't put certain things on certain pages and not on this page. I just, I'm just one person. I don't, it's too much work to lie or too much work to pretend. So if I'm myself all the time, then, hey, this is what you get. Very sweet. You're, and, you're a very cool person. Yeah. Very yeah, good. she's, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. No, that's, I, I love that. You know, that's. I like asking those type of questions to, to find out really, you know, what, why do people mention God? You know, what is it that they were really getting at? So, you know why? Cause I was mad at men. I was very angry with men. I was mistreated ever since the age 12, walking home from school alone one day. And those are some ugly stories that that's for another show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I got so a 14 just, and 11. I don't know that I want to talk about that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no. It was horrible. Yeah. But, you know, I, I got through it and I turned the page and I thought, I'm not going to look at it. And I always read this one part in the Bible where you turn your other cheek. Yeah. And that's what I did to all these things. I just turned the other cheek. At age 26, I was very lonely, very angry with men. And I thought, God, I just wish I had one man to just take care of me and hold me. And why can't I just have that? And, and what the hell? And, I don't know. I just I was laying some tile for this one guy, and um, I was mixing the the grout, and all of a sudden, uh, this bright light it just it hit me, and I, I passed out. And then one of the other guys comes out and he goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just mixing this stuff." I said, "What time is it?" But it was like three hours later, and I'm like, "What? I was out there mixing for three hours." It didn't, and nothing made sense, but he wasn't mad that I was there for three hours. I don't think he even knew I was there for three hours mixing it. it no, none of it made sense. But all of a sudden, I knew the path I needed to take. Like, everything just was laid out in front of me. And every time, I had a, a very close boyfriend that passed away, and it was sad, but whatever. And anyhow, um, at night when I struggle. Uh, with a certain job, or I messed up on a, on a car or something like that, I, I can talk to him. Uh, my other two grandmothers that I was not close to, I talk to them, and they give me the solution. It's like, how does that happen to me? But God was the man that I needed in my life and always embraced me when I was lonely and embraced me when, when I was scared, and that was the man that I could depend on for no matter what. I could look to him or the people that died in my life and I could speak to them, and they always had the solution and the answer for me. And I can't explain it, so that's why I mentioned God a lot, because if it weren't for him, I don't think I would have those relationships. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I, I like to always, I think one of my cool, like, one of my inner things, I like to understand the way people believe in God. We, <laughs> you know, just the way we all run our businesses different, we all have our own, a lot of people associate God differently. Right, your views yeah. of God might be a different than mine. So I, thanks, man. I appreciate you, you talking to us about that. So 
I want to jump in because we're what, like an hour almost into this, and we haven't even gotten to topic one. Hold on. What? This is hands down my favorite uh, guest you guys have. I know. Oh, no, no. So I, Paul's been here quite a bit. Yeah. That's a big but, statement. But and Paul be... hasn't talked hardly at all. No, no, normally no, no, no. Paul's wow. nonstop. Wow. Like on. normally They're Paul is nonstop. Bernice, this is the first time Paul's came in and he really hadn't said a word. No, it's such a fascinating story. I have such respect for her i mean i i love the i love the type of person you are you seem like a great person and and you know someone that you could carry on a conversation with and just listen to all day yeah except well, that been i have people next door <laughs> you're back. gone oh that's your <laughs> outro nicely done Paul. nicely done hey and thank you uh paul brought us some uh deep eddy ruby red vodka it's since really we were good. talking about vodka nice nice oh mix. from austin yeah. Okay. That's yeah, right next to T. Holy moly. And then, yeah. and then uh, down, I love Fredericksburg in Texas. Have you ever been there? Oh, my God. I love Fredericksburg. God, it's like I do too. the perfect, most romantic, most coolest place to be. Okay. So what I'm going to need for you to do is call my friends that are next door and tell them I'm going to be late. <laughs> Get out of here, okay. Paul. Goodbye, Paul. You're cut off. Oh, my. Get out of here. <laughs> this guy. Thanks, Paul. You bet. You guys have a great evening. Bye, Paul. Bye-bye. You brought out a side of Paul we didn't know. Hey. All right, so, uh, Bernice, I... I don't know if you are aware, but DJ has crossed the mark, and he is past 30. Oh, man. Holy smokes. Dirty 30. Yeah, right? Uh, he's he's changing a lot in his life. Uh, he can't drink as much. He doesn't like his same beer that he used to. Oh, I mean, there's so many different things that have changed in his life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, being, being old... Uh, I'm gonna let you're you set getting this up. older. All right. Yep. You know, you're still not there, but you know, you're getting there. Uh, so we've heard from you know some younger women that are below thirty, and um, you know that makes DJ old now, like us. <laughs> welcome to our club. Yeah, well, no, welcome, no, no, DJ. No, 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 no. Welcome. I'm not accepting <laughs> the invitation yet. I have not accepted invitation. I keep. Avoiding it when it comes. You've been pushed into it. No, you got to send that shit certified mail and make me sign for that. I'm not. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I haven't even signed that paperwork. You just get pushed into it. Trust me on that one. Uh, <laughs> I trust everything you said so far up until this point. But I'll let you guys continue on with your old conversation. All right. <laughs> uh, so, talk, like, we'd love to know. You, you know, I'm sure since we've had some women on, they've talked about, you know, women in the industry is definitely different. I know in a message you and I sent back and forth, you know, male dominated industry, you're, you're making your stamp, your footprint and your story's fucking awesome. So no wonder a lot of people know who you are. Um, you know, what's it like though, not just being a woman, I mean, how is it being older? Like for me, I can't operate like I, like... <laughs> My body, like DJ, what was it like a couple months ago? Oh, like dude, I was fucking locked guy, up. This like, guy walks. I'm like, go I'm, home. Like, like there's yeah. sometimes I just, I'm go not. Like, see Bruce somebody. Like, <laughs> it's called Red Bull. Oh, okay. So is that that's what I was gonna say? So what's your what's your trick? Red Bull. That's what it is. And and there's times where I know that work needs to be done, and 
clients are, well, no, I want you to work on it. Like, no, well, I got a great employee. No, I want you to work on it. And so sometimes I charge them extra because I'm tired. And then I just say, okay, God, it's you and me. I, I need your strength. And how it happens, you know, I always say it's by the grace of God because I can work 24 hours straight and not blink an eye and I, and I can get shit done. But I, I don't know how it happens. I'll just drink a Red Bull and ask God for strength and it happens every single time. And the work comes out immaculate. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, is there, what do you do different though? I mean, have you, like, is there anything that that's different for you now than it was? Cause for me, there yeah, is I'm like, slower. you know, I'm very slow. yeah. Right. Like I'm fucking way slow. <laughs> and I got to take 10 more breaks than I ever have in my entire life now. It started last year. Oh, DJ has even joked when I would help him like, I, like you just you just start moving slower and you don't even really mm -hmm. sometimes realize that you are and then you look around and everybody's moving a lot faster and you're like wait a second i'm uh, hey <laughs> <laughs> so good i'm glad i'm not the only one yeah i hate it i hate it but i just say it's okay you're still getting it done and i think i'll just die doing this stuff because i don't even have any desire to to retire. I don't even think about that. Yeah. It's going to be hard for me to retire. Yeah. Because this work is addicting. Well, because so you like you, what you do, right? Well, you mm -hmm. like, you yeah, say, it's, it's not even work. Yeah. So, Marty, you say you're the same. So, would you like progress in what you're doing and do something different in the same industry? Or are you just like what you're doing now is like, that's cool. Like, what you're doing now, you can d do the rest of your life. Oh, no. I just mean... There's people that get to 65 uh -huh. and like clock out. Right. Gotcha. You're still going to work no matter what work the de definition of work is. You're still going to work. Yeah. I, I, could you really picture me not doing anything? I know and like yeah. Fiddling around the house and reading a book and going um, and like, no. I probably like, think something's wrong with you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm like, I don't know what work means. You if know? I call and say, hey, what are you doing, man? I'll just sit in there on the patio just reading a book. Like, the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? All right, right, get up. I'm coming over. We got to figure something out, man. This isn't a... Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 I just can't picture myself, like, not doing anything. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Not having it. Not having it at all. But so when you look at the industry... I, what what's the lens look like? What is the what is what does the view look like from your side? It's not pretty, to be honest with you. And I, I think that um, I think it pushes me to learn more, and I think it pushes me to become more efficient. Uh, not just at this age, because if I have employees, and I if I can run a circle around you and then keep rolling, and you want to leave at two o'clock in the afternoon, then I, I don't need you. Because you're just taking my money that I could go and spend on, you know, some nice wheels for my, my Mustang or whatever. So it makes me upset. But another thing is some of these women, and I'm not saying all, I'm saying some of these women, they like this industry because women are just born to be exhibitionists. And this is just a great platform for some of these exhibitionist people to uh, enjoy. And that's great. Uh, so then you're in it for the wrong reasons, and then it just gets you guys talking like crazy, and conversations go south, and uh, it's gotten even worse since all this pandemic has been going on because you guys have absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> what do you mean? But it, do you got? Uh, you, what do you mean? 
Oh my gosh, some of the examples that I could, they're just, do you really want me to go into detail? Well, I don't know. You're saying you guys, and I'm looking at DJ, and I'm like, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm ready. You don't have to drop any names. Yeah, don't drop names. Please but don't. I don't know what you're talking about. A lot of these guys, they just talk like just nasty, dirty, and you would oh, think that okay. they're at a yeah. whorehouse or something. I'm thinking, oh man. And so I just kind of just stayed off here lately because it's very unattractive and. Some girls like to participate in that, and that's cool. Heads off to her because, or hats off to her because I can't handle it. And I don't know if I'm a prude or maybe I'm too old. I have no idea, but I can't handle that kind of talk. So it's like, ah, whatever. And so it's like, well, what groups are worthy? Because sometimes the groups are like, oh my God, this is great information. I'm all into that group. And then all of a sudden, something, either a pornographic conversation or photos or whatever. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck this. And it just gets annoying. But I just thought, Bernice, don't focus on that. Focus on that glass ceiling. Because when I die and I'm six feet under, I want people to say, you know what? She really loved cars. And she could make a car look mean. And that's all I want. You know, that's all I want. Okay, so I guess, did you spend some time on social for a while? I mean, because I didn't. A lot of time. Yeah, I didn't get into those groups until about six months, four months ago. Yeah, no, I don't say. Hey, I've been in them group, more. Like, no. I did. I never got into that. Is it? Yeah, yeah DJ would push me. So but then I, never I was in them, and now I'm not as much as you. Right, like, it's the role switch there, but because I just can't, I can't deal with the idiocracy. Like, yeah, I just can't. Here. Like, if I see someone with the problems, I'll reach out via DM and say, "Hey, man, I can help you if you want," but I'm not going to engage in like the banter back and forth of. No, a big no. dick fest. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do too that. much of that. Yeah, right. exactly. And a lot of them want you to tell them exactly what needs to be done. So, I'm all about, you know what? Everything I <clears> learned, <throat> I kind of learned on my own because yes, I tried and you. I tried and I tried. And these yep. guys are like, well, how do you do this? I'll tell them, but you know what? You're losing that opportunity because you're only learning from my one experience. Exactly. And my one experience may be different because you live in a different region. Yep. Yes. You've got humidity. You. I don't. Yep. And then they're going to be mad at me because they think that I gave them wrong information. So a lot of guys don't understand that each region varies, number one. And number two, my experience does not equal your experience. Why right. don't you just go try it? Spend the money. Yeah. Hey, we got to right. pay for college Take the anyway. risk by themselves? Oh, no. Yeah. What a concept. Oh God! Take I can't believe they're so scared. Risk. Like, just... and, 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 and let me say this though: I help a lot. I teach a lot of. I I fail all the time every day, so I like to use my failures as an example of what not to do. But yep. no matter if you listen to someone that, whoever it is, that's been massively successful, and you still have to take your own risk to figure out how yes. to be successful. You're going to have to put in work. No matter who's mentoring you, I don't care if it's the biggest name in the industry, you still have to put in your own work. 100%. Your own unique individual like work. So do you think guys and gals, either way, do you think detailers or just people in general, do you think they're doing this for the quick answer? And of course, yes, Yes. because I, I agree. I agree. I would do the same thing and I do, right? Yeah. We always want the quickest answer first. And then secondly, is it because they're scared not to just try something on their own? I think so. I think people are scared to be alone these days. And I've always been kind of a loner anyway, so it's nothing new. And if I made a mistake, 
the better thing is to how do I fix it? Yes. Oh shit, I fix it. Oh my god, it looks great. It looks better than it did before. Okay. And how did I do that? And a lot of guys are too scared to do that, but why? Let me ask this That's though. Do, do you think it may be like that the wealth information is so easily obtainable now that asking a simple question can get you an answer and save you a lot of headache? Well, yes, well, was, they want the easy answer, like they I, want I know, the quick know. answer, and I'm saying but yes. But we're in like, a society now to where you can get your answers very, very quickly. Very quick, yeah. Yeah. And so they talk, they know somebody might have the answer, they're just going to shoot a quick, like, hey, da-da-da-da, like a quick answer. Mm -hmm. Completely agree. Okay. No problem at all. Gotcha. But underlying inside that is also, hey, don't go try and find out the problem or the answer yourself, just ask somebody else. Because... The underlying inside of that is it takes time to learn all the different stuff. Why not just get an easy answer? Well, because I don't want to fail through all this stuff to find out the real answer when I can just ask somebody. Waste time, yeah. Right. Well, no, but also so scared to fail. They don't want to fail through it. They've been given fucking eight-place trophies their whole goddamn life. Yep, and that, but, I, but I believe there's different, because I'm in one of these, like, there's different categories in which there's sometimes we're all asked for... A situation like, hey, like, I don't have time. Like, I need to know this answer. That's my, yes. Okay. Right. Because you don't yes. want to take the time to figure it I out. I don't have the time. No, you've got time. No, no, no. There's certain things. I'm not talking about a detail-related question. It could be business-related. It could be a time-pressing, like, hey, you've been through this before. I'm about to go through this. What what, what did you experience? Yes. So I can know and be and have ammunition. I'm gonna think for myself. Yeah. Yeah, you got but the time. You just I, don't want to. I do need it. some. No, that is not it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It is. There, no, it's not. There's some things that are that are pressing, time pressing. But it's not that I don't have. It's not that I'm lazy. It's that I know. No, I didn't say you're lazy. I know person A. You have been through this six months ago. So, what? Okay. Yeah, I can do it on my own. But why not just say, Hey, bro. I'm about to go through this, so how can, what did you experience in this whole situation, and what would you advise now that you've been through it? That's not lazy, that's not not wanting to do the work, that's, that's, that's smart, actually. You're, you're using... See, but back then, we had to read about it, we had to experience I'm not talking it to know stuff. Related. Now I'm we can talking just go to Google. Google. She's not either. Okay. Like, there's literally just an underlying thing inside the generational Yes. That's where I was going. But there are certain... No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. You're absolutely right. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. In the way you think as a 30-year-old. Right. From a 40-year-old and then up, we think that you... Like, we're just saying, we get why you want to do it, and we're still telling you that's the wrong way of doing it. You've got to figure it out yourself. I will, though. No, I... you fucking won't. Yes, I will. <laughs> Yes, 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 we will. We just want some backstory, some, some, it's almost, re, it's part of the research of figuring it out on ourselves. It's part of the research, when you try to figure something out, you research shit. What better research and data can you get from someone that already did it in your okay, own industry? Okay, so here's one. Here's one. So I've been struggling. I had the city of Chandler come here and they were looking for the other company who keeps changing their name, who isn't paying taxes. And it's like, oh, well, who are you? And how long have you been in business? And uh, are you paying taxes on items that you sell? Well, I really don't sell items, but I did recently start selling some stuff. So he's like, have you paid taxes on that? And I said, well, I did when I first purchased it. But as I'm doing my research on the computer, I find out that because I pay taxes on this item here, and sometimes I ship it out, doesn't mean that if I live in Oklahoma, the same thing happens. 
I just pay taxes on the upfront and not at the sale. And, I, and I'm just making an example. That's not the case, but I'm making an example. So if I share my experience with you and say, oh, yeah, you got to pay taxes on this and you got to pay taxes on the shipping uh, and you got to separate it. And you're like, what? So it's very different compared to a different state. And But have I told you my experience? That you're supposed to do it like this, and then you do it like this one, you're losing money that you didn't have to pay in the first place, and you got a license and spent money on that license that you really didn't need because your state doesn't require it. Um, so I'd love to share all that information with you and show you the the links, but it's not going to be the same in your state. So then know what? Totally understand. That's definitely one variable in which that, yeah, that that would not make sense to give advice out because they're not in your own city and state. I totally understand that 100%. There you go, motherfucker. No, 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 no. My point was not proven no, whatsoever. I totally get your point. Thank I mean, you. Like I said, and then I think you misunderstood what I was saying. Like, I think there's a legitimate, and when you're going to talk to a 20-year-old, and when you're going to talk to a, a, a teenager, right? The yep. There's legitimate ways that your mind processes stuff that's different than ours. When you ask me, hey, you went through this, da, da, da. There's part of our generation that wants to go, well, the generation before us told us to figure it the fuck out. So you go figure it out. Mm -hmm. And you'll be better off as a business owner when we're you're a bit older. Solid. If you Solid. figured, Marty, now, hold on, hold on, no, 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 I let you roll earlier, so let me roll. So when we look backwards and we're looking at you, we're going, we get it, you want the answer now, but a lot of it would be you needing to figure things out so that you can progress. Now, the younger side would go, yeah, but if you just told me the answer, I could figure it out and I could be faster. So I'm saying I understand your side because you and I talk and you like, I, I, I get yeah, it. like I, well, no, no, no. I mean, even for me, when I need something, like I'm like, hey, listen, I just want the, like, mm -hmm. I get it. So there's part of that side that you, you want it and you'll just benefit and go with it. There's the other side that goes, no, if you actually work for it, You'll you actually understand. Yeah, you'll figure, and then you'll be able to adapt and use it in whatever ways you want. That's what I was meaning. I understand. And several times I followed that advice because I totally believed in those people that I asked for their advice from, and I made a fool of myself. And I think because of that, I hate researching, but I love researching because I know that I'm going to retain that information as opposed to, hey, just give me the quick answer and I'll go do it. And I do it and it doesn't work out or it fails and I'm going to blame them. And then I'm always blaming other people so I never grow up. Or two, uh, the experience, I, I don't retain the information so it comes up to it again. And I was like, oh, how did I deal with that? Well, it was just such a quick answer. I don't remember it. So, Marty, do you do you research stuff? I mean, do you read? Fuck no, I ask people what the answer is. <laughs> what the hell was this whole thing about? <laughs> Golly, <laughs> dude. This guy, I swear. That's why I, yeah. All right, all right. So, all right, DJ. What? You drank this beer before. <laughs> but why do you like it so much? Let me calm down for a second. <laughs> Full loaded questions. Um, dude, so. I mean, you like sours. Why do you like sours? I take sour back to to Denver. Like Denver was when I 
Was that Denver with Aisha when you looked both ways? Or was that Denver with me when we were like on those scooters going down trying to get hit by buses? Okay. Like literally we're in that like bicycle lane and the fucking bus like flies right by me not a foot and a half away. And I'm on a scooter and I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you almost got hit a few times. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the first trip, you know, but I've, I've, I've not liked sours at all much, but for something was like, it was that trip. I was like, I want a sour. And then I drank one. It was amazing. It, it, it met every need. It was what I wanted and it. It met every like, like, I did, uh, man. it was used incredible. to course. So any flavor added to beer oh meets the need. <laughs> but so did you, like, do you like like gummy stuff sour? Like, do you eat like sour candy? So when I eat candy, I'm not a big candy fanatic or sweets at all. But when I do eat candy, it's always Sour Patch Kids, gummy worm, like there you go. anything okay. sour. Okay, there you go. That makes sense. What is that? And mean? so for me, well, no, it makes sense. Like, so okay. you like you like sour. I do like sour. For me, if I eat a gummy thing, like I can eat like one or two. I'm not a huge. Oh no way. So that's why then. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So like I can drink some, but it's not like amazing. It's like so a chocolate stout. You'd be like all over. Well, no, a truly. Give me that shit. I'm chugging all the way. Truly is not a beer either. <laughs> hey, listen, I got a true story for you. My wife got this four pack of some like rose, bubbly, like Ooh, from Aldi. Delicious. And it was like in this pink can. You'll love it because you like frou frou stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a, they're 10% alcohol and it tastes really good. I mean, oh, yeah. for a woman. I mean, if you want to yeah. try it, you should probably. That's your is like. Is that why you got some the other night? She, no, I didn't get any. Oh. I tasted it, it. yeah. (laughs) I tasted it, though, but yeah, it was good. All right, so, Bernice, uh, let's talk topic number two. Okay. All right, so we don't see many older people in the industry that are still practicing detailers with a shop, right? When I say we don't see them, uh, if we probably did a – percentage evaluation of the industry I, I don't know what do you think 80 percent is dominated under 30 or do you think higher than 80 percent under 30 i'm gonna say it's about 80 percent under 30 yeah i think that was a pretty good guess right yeah yeah mm-hmm. well, all right we got two votes for 80 um why so why do you think that is um, well, one, I don't like to be on camera, so I'm thinking they might be the same. Uh, two, there's too much drama online, so we don't want to deal with it. I mean, I'd rather make money than sit here and argue with some kid that I know I'm right, but he's going to try to fight to be right anyway. So why waste the time? I've been through all that. I already know what the answer is. Okay, okay, why okay. Why am I going to try to convince so you, this kid? No, 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 I asked the wrong question. So you both voted okay. 80, though. Yeah, we've both voted 80. What's your vote? Yeah, so do you think, and I have a question, uh, that there are detailers that aren't even on the web at no, all? No, no, that's why I said I asked the wrong question. Okay, dang Okay. It. I asked the wrong question. Okay. When I said C, that's like, I was like, I kind of, I was like, Ugh, but then she, the way she answered, I was like, okay, I asked it the wrong way. I don't think there's 80%, I don't think there's, I think 80% of the entire industry is run by uh, professional detailers under the age of 30. You do. It's yeah, run, I don't, I don't think I meant see as in like actually visually see on on social. I think if we just looked at the industry, you know, from binoculars magically and you could see through it, 
I don't think that there's even 20% of operational detailers that are over the age of 30. Okay. 20. 20? Uh, What's your vote? That's why I'm just saying from my lens. I'm going to go with like, I would definitely go 40. Like, operators? So here's the definition. Like, are you considering an operator as someone that's working with their hands every day, nine to five, or an operator that's smart, an owner-operator who dabbles here and there as well, but also works on his business majority of the time, not in it? Does that person still go out and clean cars and put their hands dirty? Sure. Okay. Okay, then I I'm definitely see 40. That they are... I, I, I'm, 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 up, I'm upwards like W probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But I'm not even me. I wasn't even trying to go that far. I just mean a detailer, like... Anybody that details cars and puts their hands on a car and cleans it is like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely over. Yeah. Like, I think that the majority of our industry, I don't know, Bernice, what do you, what do you think? I'm going to say there's a lot of older people in it because it's just something that we enjoy. Uh, I'm going to say maybe there's probably about 40% of them still out there. But they just don't care to be on social media. One, they don't understand it. Or two, they just don't have any desire. Okay, so you guys are both 60, 40, 60 young, 40 old. Yeah, I would I would be comfortable yes. there. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, let's go 40 and up. I'd probably be 40. in the same percentages. Still 60, 40? Plus or minus 5%. Uh-huh, same here. Okay, fifty. Then I would go seventy thirty. So you think that's the drop off is between forty and fifty? That's when you. That's I feel like I'm not have not reached that age yet. I get it. That's when I feel like you're making some really big decisions on what you should really do in life. From what yeah. I heard, by the time you're fifty, you should figure out what you're gonna do in life. N- so what I've heard Hopefully. in life is, that, and I forget <laughs> that maybe right? you can help out here because I, I think you so. There's like someone explain it and it's like 30, 40, and 50 years old, right? 30 is like you figured it out kind of, you're trying to implement it. 40 is like you're actually seeing the fruit of it. And 50 is like you're kind of like setish, maybe, or you're like reaping the benefits of what you put in place. Does anyone know this? No, uh, okay, I do. so then, okay, so. Oh, okay, what is it? Maybe you know better than I do, but I just feel like from what I've heard. I am reaping the benefits. What's I that? I am 52. I'm okay. 52. So you're actually benefiting now, right? Yeah. Well, because I, I work hard. Hey, we got electricity. We got power. Hey. Nice. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it's lit now. Um, okay, keep going. I'm You're sorry. 52. Okay. So I, I can't move as fast anymore, and I can't get as much work out like I used to. So what I do is I hire the mobile detailers because I want to let them know that I appreciate them and I need them. Um, so I'll have them do the light work and uh, wash cars and clean out the interiors. I really still like interiors, so I'll try to do some here and there. But uh, I try to do the, like the coatings and the wraps and the tent. I mean, cause that's easy for me. I can tint the car in an hour and a half. Why not just hire and that out then and just fucking sit back and kick it? Or are you just I not wired that way? I love tint too much, and I almost get jealous when someone else is tinting one of my cars uh, in my shop. Gotcha. Yeah, no worries. I, I mean, yeah, I can get it. Now, wrap, I'll let them help or let them do it. And detailing, same thing, and as well as coatings. I'm kind of 50-50 on the coatings. I still want to do coatings. Um, and then headlight restoration, uh, they can have that. Um, 
bedliners. I kind of like doing bedliners because I'm still curious about it. So I try to keep that one to myself. Pain protection film. Uh, I embrace that because I like it to be perfect. And I know I'm not perfect, but I know that I can do better work than a lot of these kids out here because I want it to be clean. I want it to look like it's not there. Yeah. So that's my issue. It's the control thing, I guess. So I don't mean to go back on the subject too much, but like as far as like, I know you say, so you don't do coding still because of the fear around the cancer, right? No, I do it. I do 50% of my coding. Oh, you do do now. Okay, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. Okay, never mind the question then. Oh, what's the question? Uh, was was more about PPE. Like, so did you put things? I was going to ask if you weren't doing them now, that can you do things to put in place to make sure that, you know, there's no fear of that, which is like wearing different, you know, masks and gloves and all kinds of things to make sure that you're not inhaling the actual fumes. Oh, I, I have a whole list here. I get up at five, I get here. Uh... Uh, about seven, seven thirty. I wipe down everything that's commonly touched, and okay, I do so that you're... with gloves and a mask on. And while we're working on cars, every single car right now that's been coming during this whole pandemic, uh, it gets Lysoled, and I also have a product uh, that sanitizes the car, and I make sure that it's vacuumed also. But before we do all of that stuff, it just gets sanitized with a product and Lysol, and it has to sit in quarantine for 12 hours before we even touch the car. So this all happened like once all this COVID-19 yes. stuff happened. So, you, but you continued on business, right? All through and through. Oh, absolutely. You never I, stopped yeah, be, at all. No, because I took a class for the uh, 2020 Siri Science Symposium COVID-19 and Pandemic Preparedness. And I'm also crime scene and trauma cleanup certified. How long have you been that? Uh, I've been doing that uh, for about 20 years now. So you're ready. Oh, absolutely. It didn't scare me. And because I'm O negative, and it doesn't affect us. So I'm not scared. She's like, fuck Dude, you, she's an yeah. OG. Can we have you on for part two, like, like in a couple weeks or something? Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> no, you're awesome. You've been a great, like, this is, you're, yeah, this is awesome. All right, well, I so, always look at it this way. Men are my competition. I, there's more than one way around the mountain, through the mountain, around the mountain. But I was not going to let one guy who calls himself my competitor keep me down. I'm like, I'm going to let him stand there, but I'm going to go around. I can sneak under, over, around, but I'm going to get to the other side. He ain't going to stop me. Um, all right, so I got a question. So what's one thing you would teach a younger detailer then? Uh policy and procedure if, if, if you don't get your procedure down you're never going to get good okay so i mean give me a little bit more what i mean what do you mean okay okay where are you going to start cleaning your car i mean you have to either if you're going to start on the outside how do you start if you're going to start on the inside how do you start what do you start with first the inside or the outside doesn't matter but once you start doing the same thing every single time you become faster because you learn more or you think of more of efficient ways to become faster so you can make more money. Okay. Okay. I, I think that's incredible advice. I think, it's, I think uh, DJ would probably also <laughs> uh, definitely, I, I think for me, when I think detailing and I think a lesson to a younger guy, me, like a younger detailer is take, take care of your body. Oh my god! Like that would yeah. be me, right? Like, because I'm half the time like. If you want to do it for a long period of time, that's, that's even me. not like your body's gonna be, you know, ate up eventually. So you, the, yeah, definitely one advice. 
as far as a physical piece of advice is All right, definitely so to a detailer dj young detailer <clears throat> from your old age of 30 bro are you 31 now? Yeah. You're 31 now. I let you scare. Yeah. I know. I, I, no, I did that particularly then to just to remind that you're 31. No, I, I'm good. I'm good now. I'm past 30. I'm 31 now. So mm-hmm. I have no milestones until 40. That's so right. I'm literally a ghost now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just living in my 30s. Twinger. What? Teener. Twinger. All right. So to a young detailer and you're 31, what are you going to tell them? Uh, in regards to physical, like definitely. No, in regard, just a young detailer. One thing. In what would you general, tell any young detailer? One thing to tell a young uh-huh. detailer. Oh, what did she say? I forgot. Policies <laughs> and procedures. <laughs> and that's why I said DJ would love it, but it's so he can't take it. Oh, dang it. I know, right? Because <laughs> that's the it, though. Chairs and the knee okay, here you, you go. Here you go. I'll, I'll help you with your answer. So. Set it up now how you want it to be in the future. So if you, in 10 years, where you want to be, make sure everything you do, sleep, breathe, eat, like whatever it is, it, it, it aligns with what you want to be in 10 years from now. Let's say five years. Fuck it. Like, not 10 years. Five years. We not. Yeah, that's like, hard for 10 me years is way too long. 21, 22. Let's, let's, let's go. Yeah. You know what? Like, three years. In three years from now, where do you want to be in business? Make sure, when you answer that question, make sure every decision that you make aligns with getting you to that point no matter if it's a small tiny little thing you need to adjust in your business so if you want to be an operator that doesn't touch cars at all what are you doing in place what are you putting in place right now so in three years you're not touching a car which includes like you said bernice policies and procedures what procedures are you going to put in place to make sure you're not touching a car in three years from now so you need to forecast what you where you want to be and then dial it back down to everything, dial it back down to everything that whatever you do, it needs to reflect that. And it's just small little chunks every single day. I like it. Cool. Yeah, nicely done. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. What do you mean cheers? I'm out of beer. Community. I'm, I'm out of beer. No, you got some vodka over there. I'm not drinking the vodka. Yeah, though. man, that's delicious. I'll take a sip and I'll put it back down. <laughs> All right, so Bernice, this is the time of the evening that uh we are ready to cut our tab. DJ gave me the bro. I'm gonna have to call an Uber. <laughs> That's good. That's I know, great right? advice. Yeah, it's great yes. advice. Hey, it's dude, responsible. Hey, whenever you but, drive me home, can you make sure that like the doors are off on the Jeep? I definitely will. Do you cost extra? Is that charge extra? For? But the the thing is, is we still have. Uh, community pub that is now open and we're gonna go drink more beer so on the community pub yeah uh but so we have what's called the tab out question of the day and uh i wanted to know what is the one lesson that you would pass down to the younger you so Mm. not the younger detailer what's the one thing that you would pass down to the younger you was all that extra money I made. Instead of hanging out with my friends and taking trips, I should have been putting it in the bank. Right. Oh, my God. And I should have started my 401k. The best time Uh, to save money is in your 20s. But you never do it, right? Everybody always tells you to do it. Listen, everyone says, listen, your parents tell you, like. Everybody tells you. Everyone says it, but you you never do. Like. Never. It's no one's ever going to do it. Yeah. I think in your 20s, there's that block that you're like. Yeah, I get it. When someone says something. I get it. 
You're like, no, I got all the time in the world. In your yes. 20s is the best time to save money. Like, oh my yes. God. The amount of money I wasted in my 20s and even yes. teenage years yes. when I was making money is all absolutely, absurdly ridiculous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd be rich. Ser- oh, no, absolutely. seriously. That's stupid. Yeah, that's a great, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Kenya. Kenya hopped on to the virtual pub if you want to say hello. What's up, Kenya? (laughs) I think that was a hello. Coming, man, you guys better look out for Kenya. Yeah, no, trust me. Yeah. I I know. We've been talking quite a bit lately. Ain't nobody know what Kenya's got down under his. I belt. know it. He's 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 the new silent giant coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. That guy is man. He's uh, coming around the mountain. So DJ, what are you telling the younger you? Oh, save. Like no, you can't. You just keep I have copying. To. You keep copying. We both copy each other because they're both smart. All right, Marty. Like I'm sorry that you have original right, answers. Great minds think alike. Right. Exactly. Thank you, Bernice. Like, no, it's the truth. Absolute truth. Like, like the amount of money I spent on bullshit. Like, it's just like, like, I wouldn't be like, yeah, save money. Like, save your money. Like, just had to show off for whatever reason. But honestly, I love my twenties though. I like I enjoy yes. them, and money they took me amazing. to enjoy them too. So. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I well, still would said, change it. You said you had the most amazing minds and you all thought alike. Now you're thinking of changing your answer. I'm just saying I understand why I spent the money that I did on the stupid shit that I did. But knowing now, I can't wait for I'm, till I'm 40. Oh, yeah? Oh, Boy, that's a I'm long looking. Out. No, it's only it's, 10. It's like nine, nine years away. Nine and a half. That's when life starts, man. Guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. So I'm looking forward to 40 now. I'm like, you know what? Let me just, like, 40 is my, my next milestone. My, my. Jeez, I'll be 50. Oh, dude. Oh, wow. 50. 50 years old, nine years, huh? Yeah, it's going to be brutal. So when I'm, I'm like, living in my, like, prime. I'm like, hey, let's go. Like, come on. Like, you're like, I'll be like, bro, why are you so slow? Hey, let's roll. can you guys get the uh, accessible <laughs> like, wheelchair? Bro, remember what hey, it was like in we're your going 40s, to this club. now I'm 50. Hey, we're going to this good. club tonight. Do you mind checking if they have an accessible wheelchair ramp for Marty, please? Uh, like, go make get sure. my walker. <laughs> All right, so here's mine. We didn't we're, ask you. We're feet. digressing from being a walker at age 50. <laughs> hey, Bernice. <laughs> Bernice, I have yeah. one finger up pointing at DJ. Just guess which one it is. Uh-oh. Are you scared to ask? <laughs> but why? It's the thumbs up. Not, it's one thumb. Oh. Uh, no, it's a joke we always play back and forth. Uh, he just never went as far as walker. In eight years, that's that's rough. Eight years, and I'm on a walker. That's that's that's, that's cold. Nine? No, I'm 42. No, but I said when I'm 31, you'll be 50. But when I'm 50, now. Oh, so when you're 51, so 51, 52. 51, 52. Oh. So we got three here. We got 30. We got 40. We got 50. Yeah, exactly. Dude, we're nice. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So for me, I'm gonna go. Uh, and I think it's interesting, Bernice, your situation, my situation. Uh, of the three people on this podcast, only one of us is still married. And, Me? Oh, sorry. Uh, well, 
I apologize. I'm newly married. I'm newly married. I apologize. I just got married uh, last Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> married to the first person. Okay. Oh, okay. And who's that, you? No. That's, <laughs> That's That'd be me. That'd be DJ. I celebrated eight years yesterday. Yeah. Eight Outstanding. Years. Congratulations. Yeah. Married. Yeah, not good. together like married. Yeah. 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 That's you beautiful. Beat, you beat me. I was seven weeks and seven years and two weeks. No shit. Yeah. Two weeks because at seven years in the state of Oklahoma, you get alimony. So we were like, oh, that's why you waited. No oh, way. Of course. Um, uh. So for me, that's what I'm going to say. I, if I look back at a younger me, I'm going to go. Don't get married. No, 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 not don't get married. Pick the right spouse. Mm. Like make mm. Yeah. If you're going to be a business owner, you have to pick the spouse that supports you growing your business. And, yep. and is willing to invest their time, invest their life, and invest their energy in the business because there's too many guys, myself included, that marry somebody that does not fully support what they do. And, and if that's what you wanna do with your life, it just creates a, it just creates way more struggle than you need to because I just, I know that there's, there's whether it's females or males. I just, I know that there's some marriages that the two are going in the same direction and it's so much more beneficial than where I was. And we, we, she never understood why I wanted to spend so much time. I mean, her family was used to clocking in and out. She was used to clocking in and out. That's what she did. So she couldn't understand why I didn't have a clock out and how I could intermix the two. And while there's all this other stuff, stuff going on, the main supportive role is the business and the business is who we as a family go after. So I, my younger me, I'm gonna go, make sure you marry somebody that supports what you do and supports who you are and your passions. That's, that's, that's me. That's beautiful. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, go team, man. Go team. That's a good community. That great community with some vodka because we don't have any more beer. There's no clinking. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, so Bernice, where do people, if they want to go, uh, definitely not send you Stupid inappropriate ass, messages? Stupid inappropriate bullshit. Which we have talked about. If anybody's listening that curious what that means, they can go to multiple different episodes. We've had females on and they have talked about mm-hmm. the inappropriate messages that should stop being sent. And especially if they're going to see you at any of these expos coming Dude. up, that would be extremely awkward. So they don't yeah. care, obviously. On that note, we have heard unofficially, yep. but I have heard that uh, SEMA is now officially canceled for the year. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it too. Yeah. I called it. Yeah. But now I, they're going to go virtual SEMA. I bet. Okay, but now okay, but now we have to right. I say that, and I didn't. We were trying to hop off of here, but. Now we say that, and now we go, okay, it wasn't just a let's shut down for a, a month or let's just close our doors and we're going to reopen. Now some of the massive things in our industry are not going to be running. Hello. Yeah, right? Hello. Like, it's now cutthroat. It's straight recession. Yep. We are now. SEMA I, is canceled. See, like, who would have ever imagined? Dude, like this if you is think, beyond what so we could have ever thought. So some people think <clears throat> that, like Oklahoma's opening back up again. 
Like, okay, cool, great. Yeah, we're opening back up again. No problem. Awesome. But, like, the world is not about to go back to what it was before. There's no no way in hell. If people are waiting and out to get back in, like, just jump back in like it was just never left off again, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, you're screwed. You're crazy. Like, if you were not working this entire time and researching and, like, you're you're not... I'm done. I don't know, man. <laughs> it, it's a so, that's a that's a tough subject right there. Yeah, it is, and I didn't mean to go there. I'm I just, get it. I was like, you know, I washed off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just we're we're seeing some things happen, and dude, seam is canceled. Seam is canceled. That, right. I mean, what so, else do you have to say? Yeah. Drop, drop the mic. Like, yeah. seam is canceled. Wake up. Yeah. Uh, the auto manufacturers are now going in front of Congress to try and get. Another relief. Oh. And they just had a relief, what, 10 years ago? Hmm. So yeah. 10 years is not a long time. It's not it? a long time for a major industry to be going back to the government for more help. Hello. So, you know, there, there's, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. So, yep. but Bernice, besides uh, the dick pics, if somebody <laughs> wants to reach out. <laughs> If somebody right. wants to reach out, where do they find you on social? Uh, I'm going to say Facebook. Facebook seems to be pretty popular uh, because it not only do – I mean, we're going back to – I love teaching people because I know that I don't have much longer in this industry. And I want to find that one superstar that I just say, here are my gifts to you. These are the things that I've learned, and I'm going to make it that much easier for you. And I continue this hunt because I know there's one person, whether it be a girl or a guy, out there, and I'm going to say, here – Here's the shop. I don't need much. Just send me 5% every month. And you know what? I'm going to show you every single thing on, on what to learn. And it's going to be the best gift that I give ever. And it's only going to be one person. And they have to be strong. And uh, Facebook is a great place to meet up with me. Uh, I have my business page. I have my training courses. And then uh, Instagram, pure luxury underscore one. Awesome. Thank you. DJ? Yo. Where do people find you on social? Uh, at DJ Patterson, really anywhere. Okay. That's it. Yep. Thanks, man. All right. Peace out. All right. See ya. Don't find him Peace at out. Science Abolishing Podcast. Don't find him. Oh, anywhere. you said they where do they find me, not us. Yeah. No, I know. They don't find you there? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> They'll because, find me there. Because virtually <laughs> inexistent? Is there's that what a you're we and there's a nut. Uh-huh. I mean, there's a Are me and there's a nut. Like, virtually you're non existent there? Typically, it'd be like, hey, where do they find you at? I'm like, I'm on Instagram. Facebook at DJ Patterson, and then you'll say, you know, they find you at Total Audit Solutions. Now find me at Pine Smosh Podcast. That's all. Bye. But they can find us <laughs> collectively and John at Pine Smosh Podcast. That's true. That's true. Good point. Good point. That's yeah. words of wisdom from such a young guy. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. It's more than just me on Pine Smosh Podcast. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, DJ you can is fu- pretty brilliant. Yes, isn't he? Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, he's a very impressive kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Young kid. A kid. Yeah. Oh. Well, you're 31. Dude. Yeah. I'm still right <laughs> behind the ears. <laughs> a kid, though? Yeah. That's kid. like... All right, so nice. you can find me at uh, Pints Polishing Podcast on IG or Facebook. 
not really. Mostly it would be IG posting beer pictures Whatever. if I go yeah, out. Yeah, I'm saying like, you know, like, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> John's uh, in the DMs. You can uh, you can hit me up on uh, Total Auto Solutions at IG or Facebook or shoot me a text message, 918-800-1188. Or you can find me, God, DJ, please. and Bernice oh. all doing a TikTok together. Right, Bernice? Okay, I'm All right. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing, but I'm excited. Yeah. Just do it, DJ. All right, well, we're in. We drank a beer falling off a garage, so that was fun. That was good. Yeah. Are we doing a duet? What do you call it? A duet? Yeah, we should. We should uh, duet. Like, are you a dancer or a singer? Um, I'm not, but you know what? I'll make that happen. I'm going to bring my entrepreneurial childlike mind out and we're just going to do it. How's that? I love that it. sounds great. I love it. Because I'm not a dancer or singer either. And you should not be because but every your once skin in a while, is really light. I wear a costume. That's <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. Only in Denver, Perfect. though. Right? We'll make furry? Is your costume furry, huh? Marty? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bernice. Thank you so much yeah, for all your definitely. patience You've at the amazing. beginning. Yeah, for uh, sure. We're glad to have air conditioning again. And uh, we're glad to have lights. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. All right. You too. See ya. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. And let me just ask a favor. If you got any value out of it, right, maybe there was just one little nugget that was good for you on the inside, was good for you on the outside. Hey, whichever way you tickle, right? Uh, any little bit of info that you got value out of, would you please go share that with the rest of the community? Go onto the community page on Facebook, go onto any of the other Facebook groups and just say, Hey, here's a great little nugget that I got from the pints and polishing podcast. I know the community would love to hear it. I know we would love to hear it. And I know there's a lot of other detailers that could also gain the information. So, Hey, be active, be a part of the community. Let others know what value you're getting out of the podcast. Hey, this is Marty, Total Solutions. Make it a great day. Ooh.